The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. We're going to start this out. Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, Javier, McShane, Fitz, and El Jefe. Thank you guys for your support uh, through Buy Me a Coffee and Patreon. I appreciate it. Got some more content coming out for you guys shortly. If you want to hear your name read off with these fine people, all you got to do is go to I had to say it podcast.com and click the money link, and it will take you to your uh, way to support of choice, be that Patreon or buy me a coffee. If you're not comfortable with either of those options, you can always send me a message, and I'll tell you how to mail me some money directly because I ain't turning down no bread. That's right. Aaron is a thirsty, thirsty whore. Or not. I'm just kidding. I, I really... If you're just taking the time out of your day to listen to me, that's really all I can ask. If you want to support the show, you can do it if you want. If not, that's cool, too. Yeah, you do get a few extra little perks and bonuses and, um, you know, access to episodes and stuff like that if you sign up. But at the end of the day, just listening is appreciated plenty. Um, But, yeah, so anyway, let's get into it because... It's been a week. There's been some really ridiculous shit going on, and we're going to talk about it. The first thing I want to talk about is, uh, as I mentioned in last week's episode, the governor of New Mexico and her absolutely unconstitutional statement that she is going to ban both concealed and open carry in this entire state in the name of a state of emergency for public health due to the gun safety crisis. Now, As I mentioned, the attorney general said he would not prosecute people arrested for this. The sheriff's department has said he would not enforce this illegal act. Uh, The state Supreme Court has started issuing rulings saying it's a problem already, and she has rolled back her stance on it to say, oh, well, no, basically she's saying now, oh, well, no, you can carry your guns. And it's like, yeah, no, you're you're really making that change because you had a change of heart and not because you realized it wasn't going to fucking fly. And... Of course, she's still trying to spin it like, oh, I still believe the violence is a crisis and da 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 da. But ultimately, she she kind of rolled over. And I understand that. But this is not going to be the last we hear of it. It is going to be tried again because she tried it and it got rejected in her state. Other far left gun grabbing governors are going to try and pull the same shit in their states. I am utterly convinced it will probably happen here in Illinois where I am because we've got that fat jelly filled fuck muppet of a governor that really has no problem shitting all over his constituents rights and I'm just surprised California didn't pull it first but ultimately I could see that being an issue I'm glad it blew up in her fucking face I'm glad she had to eat a lot of crow on that one and hopefully that sends a message to all the other fucking you know people who want to piss on the founding principles of this country and say responsible people cannot defend themselves because I firmly believe it's not going to do a single solitary thing to affect crime rates. The statistics say it will not do a single solitary thing to affect the crime rates. You know why? Because murder's already illegal. Shooting at people without a valid case for self-defense is already fucking illegal. Telling people they cannot defend themselves only affects the people who are law-abiding citizens, not the fucking criminals. 
And they're still out there throwing around all these bullshit statistics. Oh, well, the number one killer of children is death. Yeah, if you take out suicides and you take out gang violence, it drops down to almost negligible numbers. Like, literally, it's in, like, the bottom 90% of causes for death if you take out. Oh, and the fact that they consider children anyone up to 19. So you get these 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old and 19-year-old gangbangers that are out there popping each other, and those statistics go towards the child fatality by firearm. So it's a completely skewed bullshit number that they like to throw out there to fearmonger and use it to strip rights from people that are already not killing people, people that are just trying to protect themselves. And there, it, a lot of people that you know want to say it's a conspiracy theory mindset and they want to push the whole, you can't do this, you can't say this, you can't think that we're trying to do this for the children. For the children is a great emotional trigger. It's a great tug at the heartstrings, get people to go along and do things that are against their best interest. Because as a species, we are inherently inclined to act in the defense of children and for the protection of children. Or at least we used to be. Now we're trying to, you know, neuter children and this whole let's transition kids before they hit puberty. It is developmentally destructive. It's psychologically damaging. Um, I didn't plan on rolling into the anti-trans thing. I mean, I'm not opposed to grown-ass adults who decide they're in the wrong body doing what they need to do to feel comfortable in their own skin. It doesn't fucking bother me because it doesn't fucking affect me. It's none of my business how an adult lives their fucking life. But medically irreversible actions taken on children that will impact their development and fuck with their mental state is never something I'm going to be okay with. It's it's ridiculous to me that it even has to be a conversation at this point. And they're trying to say they're def- doing it to defend ch- trans children. And I've said it over and over again. Children don't know what the fuck they are yet. They haven't figured it out. They're, that's why they're children. That's why you don't let them make permanent life-altering fucking decisions. That's why kids can't get tattoos. That's why kids can't get driver's licenses. That's why kids can't buy guns. Because they don't have any concept of long-term effects. So you don't let them make life-altering decisions about their f- development when they are not of a mindset to understand the consequences of their actions. And furthermore, the parents who are pushing this shit are should they're negligent fucking parents. You're not doing it for your kids' well-being. You're doing it so you can get some sort of weird ass woke social credit score where you can brag. I mean, trans kids are the new fucking Gucci handbag from what I can tell. It's all these retarded ass parents who are saying, "Oh well, my my, my five year old said he's a girl, and so we're we're gonna getting ready to put him on puberty blockers so he can be a girl. We're gonna let him grow out, and we're gonna we're gonna let him change his name to Sarah. I mean, you know, it's great if your kid wants to ch- if your kid is Bob and he wants to change his name to Sarah, and he says he feels like a girl, and you want to say, okay, honey, well then you're a girl. That's fine. Don't put the kid on hormone blocker, blockers. Don't get a bottom reassignment surgery or any of the other shit." That people are saying isn't happening, but they're still having a fit every time somebody says, well, if it's if you're not transing kids, then it shouldn't be a problem to, to outlaw these surgeries for children. And that's something, as much as I'm not a fan of regulating other people's lives, saying you cannot get this surgery until you're an adult seems like a perfectly reasonable compromise for me because that t- says the people that don't want children being messed with, fine, don't mess with the children. And that says to the people who are trying to say this is not some trendy, culty bullshit, hey, guess what? We're only doing this to adults, so obviously we're not doing it to come after the children. This is what these adults have decided their lives are. And 
if you're opposed to that, it just means there's something fucking wrong with you and you want kids fucked up because the statistics are there to look at. It, transing children destroys their hormonal development. They, they no longer function properly because before they have progressed in the system that was developed through nature and our evolution, they no longer develop and mature properly. And the kids that have been getting like put on puberty blockers before they hit puberty, even if they take themselves, even if they get taken off of them, they no longer develop properly. Uh, they do not develop proper sex, secondary sex traits. They do not. Their bone density in some of these kids has been shown to be much more fragile. Their organ development is not developing properly because you're fucking with the system in a way that was never intended to to accommodate some ridiculous concept that. A child can be born in the wrong body. A child's not born in the wrong body, but a child doesn't know at three years old or five years old or whenever ridiculous age people are trying to say this is okay, and it's not. And like I said, if you're an adult and you feel like you need to get reassessed and and changed and whatever you need to do to yourself to be living your best life and living your highest quality life and your truth, more power to you. It's your fucking life. Do what you want. But standing up and endorsing and saying children should be able to make these permanent life-altering decisions that is going to fuck with their development and have long-term impacts on their health and their well-being, both mentally and physically, you got a fucking problem. You have bigger problems that you need addressed if you're that worried about fucking kids doing this shit to themselves. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, I really didn't intend to go ranting on that subject, but it came up, and, and so so be it, you know? And then another thing that's uh, been going on here and another thing that's just really kind of sticking in my craw and, again, goes down to the general stupidity of human beings across the board because this is something that is entirely avoidable. People were saying this was going to happen way before it actually hit. And the people who were saying it were getting called conspiracy theorists and getting called all kinds of xenophobes and racists and all kinds of other shit. But the... United States is being bombarded by illegal aliens, by the open border policies put in place by the current presidential administration. And this is not going to be a harping on the sleepy idiot and the fucking cackling harpy. Uh, because you guys, if you're long-term listeners by now, you know I think they're completely fucking worthless and absolutely useless. If you're a new listener, they're completely worthless and fucking useless. They're, I don't have any patience for any politicians. I believe they're all career parasites and they should be fucking stuffed into a cannon and launched into the fucking sun. But in a situation that has surprised absolutely no one, last week I mentioned how the, the harpies on The View were talking about New York can't handle any more immigrants. Well, they're still going there. They're still getting shipped there. New York is still blaming New York is still blaming Texas for the fact that they declared themselves a sanctuary city and now are being put to holding to that. And they are spending millions and millions of dollars to house and feed and shelter these illegal immigrants uh, in various facilities ranging from parks and schools to fucking five-star hotels. Again, all on the taxpayer dime. And now the mayor of New York City, uh, Mayor Adams, who is declaring this is now an emergency and he's finally realizing all his constituents are fed up with this shit, even though they all voted for it. They voted this progressive, uh, ultra-progressive asshole in who, who was proudly beating his chest saying, we are a sanctuary city and we always will be, but now that they're actually being held to their guns... Nobody's happy about it. This idiot who has in 
actual press conferences talked about the possibility of quartering migrants in New York residences that have extra rooms that aren't being used. Yeah, that shit's not going to fly anywhere in this country. Sorry, bud. They're getting shouted down. He's saying it's a crisis. The city may never recover from it. And on top of that, like I said, a lot of these guys that are getting shipped across, yes, there are women and children coming across that are just looking for a better life. But a lot of this is cases where Central and Southern America are not shipping out their finest. They're shipping out people they want out of their fucking country. And it has consequences. There are more and more increasing instances of violence and conflict and issues in every city where these people are being shipped, where they're being housed in these camps and different uh, temporary shelter situations. They can't work because they're here illegally and they can't get the documentation to properly work. So they are given food and shelter and everything they need at the taxpayer expense while contributing nothing to the taxpayer pool. So they are literally just kind of leeching off of the current existing society. Well, actual taxpayers and citizens can't get a lick. But anyway, to more to the point. So Mayor Adams, his solution now to fund the care and housing of these migrants is to uh, basically plan to cut the police department's budget. No more OT, no, no more overstaffing, as he puts it. They're going to be down to skeleton crews real fast. I don't think this idiot realizes, he, or maybe he does. Maybe, may, who knows? Maybe it's the intent. Maybe it's like, let's devalue the entire city so people can buy it up for next to nothing. Because a lot of the cops are not going to stick around. If they can't get their OT and they can't get cost of living increases and things like that, they're not going to hang around. The guys that are close to retirement are going to fucking retire. The guys that have other alternatives are going to fucking leave and the place is going to devolve into a war zone. And the worse it gets, the less police presence there is to combat the rising conflicts and other horseshit that goes along with having an entire, you know, I think it's something like 30 or 40,000 people at this point that are coming across the border every week. I mean, it depends on where you go for your sources. There's all kinds of conflicting data out there. Some of, some of them are saying, you know, they're turning around seven to 10,000 a day at the border where they're actually getting still, still enforcement and the places that's just the ones they're catching. And that's the ones they're detaining. That's not the ones that are getting fucking through. And the border U S border patrol, the federal arm of shouldn't be fucking doing this is like actively fighting the states that are trying to stem this tide of influx of uh, people crossing the border illegally uh, because that's what they're being told to do by the fucking federal government, by Sleepy Joe and the uh, cackling Kamala in fucking Washington, D.C. They're being told, let get these people in here, let them through. And it really kind of goes to show how much longer till it's, well, they're here now, so they have to be given all the rights of a U.S. citizen, even though they didn't come through properly. They haven't done any of the work to become a citizen. And now they have to vote for us because they're dependent on us. And I, I it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of conspiracies out there about it. There are people saying it's to flood the numbers, to destroy the middle class so they can make a new surf class. So we'll have the elites, the ruling party, and we'll have all the broke motherfuckers on the other end. 
And you and I, Brian, why probably not the fucking elite? I mean, if you're an elite, rich, wealthy motherfucker and you happen to come across the show and you listen to me on anything resembling a regular basis, hey, help a brother out. All right. I got bills to pay. I need to get out of debt. I need another car. I need to put a fence around my yard so my dog can run. Uh, yeah, if you if if you're if you're loaded and you're listening to me, uh, sign up for the Patreon. Just because it's five bucks doesn't mean you have to pay five bucks. You can up that to ten or twelve grand and help Aaron out. Um, but yeah, let's be realistic. There's no rich motherfucker who's just gonna come hand me a bunch of money so I can pay off my debt and build a fence and fund my uh, run for uh, president or any of that shit. Um, but yeah, still it could happen, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anyway, yeah, so that's going on in New York. And a little closer to home for me, another sanctuary city, the fine city of Chicago, where I mentioned a couple weeks ago there was some conflict between the inside migrants and the outside migrants and the police kind of getting caught in the middle because they're in the fucking police station and they're in the lot across the street from the police station and they don't like each other and the cops are kind of getting drawn into it. And we've got migrants that are being sheltered in the police station like stealing monitors off of desks and shit like that. There was a guy in Chicago last this past week who one of the migrants was found to have a whole bunch of ammunition that he was planning to sell for cash. Now, how did this illegal migrant with no identification and certainly not possessing Illinois' cherished Foyd card, which is an utterly fucking ridiculous infringement in and of itself, it's nothing more than a cash grab by the fucking state, how did he get ammunition? You can't buy ammunition without showing him your Foyd card. There's no way the gun control should have stopped him from having those fucking boxes of bullets under his fucking mattress. And, you know, that's just going on here. And it's just what it is. And meanwhile, we have the absolutely ridiculous heir to Beetlejuice who's just ignoring this horse shit and not listening to the communities he was elected by who are basically saying, dude, you fucked us. What's going on here? And he's finding ways to cry victim and all this other shit, not address the actual issues. Because, again, he's a worthless piece of shit, and I don't understand how he got elected. And another local little tidbit of information for uh, anyone who might be interested in the Chicagoland area. Uh, Just something else that's coming up is this weekend is the uh, Mexican Independence Day weekend where the last couple of years it has caused all kinds of chaos in downtown Chicago because you get, like, unofficial parades going on like these convoys of fucking cars that back up traffic and just make it a nightmare and chicago issued a statement saying they were not going to be shutting down the city for this shit and things were not going to be problematic and then all of a sudden it was you can only get into downtown chicago via like 10 checkpoints and every other access area to that part of town is going to be closed to prevent these people from having their parades that are not supposed to be going on and it's pretty much exactly what was expected. And I've got nothing against, you know, people celebrating their heritage and all this other shit. Um, You want to drive around with your big ass flags hanging off your car and all this other stuff. More power to you. You know what? That's great. Um, You know, I'm not allowed to do it because I'm a white guy and my heritage is a bunch of honkies. So I'm not allowed to be proud of who I am. I'm supposed to be ashamed and, and disturbed and just sat around and, you know, eat my mayonnaise sandwiches with no flavor and and just sit here and be a sad, sad cracker. Now, we all know that's not going to be the fucking case, but whatever. Yeah, I, I I don't begrudge people their celebrations. That's fantastic. You Be proud of your heritage. Celebrate who you are, where you come from. Don't be a douche about it. You know, you don't 
have parade permits. It's not an organized thing. It's just a bunch of fucking assholes. That's fine. Drive around in a line together. But when the light turns red, that means you fucking stop. You don't get to keep going and block traffic for other people who got shit to do. You inconsiderate fucks. You want to do it the right. You want to do that. Do it the right way. Go apply for permits to get a fucking parade. Oh, wait, they have a parade on the south side of Chicago and it happened. And, you know, it wasn't too ridiculous. There were only a few fights that broke out at it. And uh, one for 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 a parade in Chicago, there was only one instance of a machete fight. So that's uh, that was pretty good. And, yeah, I'm not making that up. There was a fucking machete fight at a parade. I mean, what the fuck is wrong with people nowadays? And I'm not saying it's got anything to do with the culture or anything else like that. I'm not blaming a group of people. I'm blaming the specific asshole that brought a machete to a fucking parade and then got in a fight. And I saw some footage of this, like, uh, because everybody has a cell phone. There's cameras fucking everywhere. So, of course, there's footage of this machete fight at the fucking uh, Mexican Independence Day parade in Chicago. And it starts out with a guy in a fucking luchador outfit. I mean, seriously, mask and fucking, like, I couldn't tell really because it wasn't a great camera angle. If it was a cape or a fucking poncho. But either way, dude busts out with a machete and swings it at somebody, hits a guy. Not couldn't have been a really good hit because it kind of the guy winds up dropping, getting dropped by the guy he's fighting with, gets his ass beat, drops the machete. Somebody else picks up the machete, swings it at another dude, gets knocked down by, from behind, drops the machete. This, this machete was in like four people's fucking hands in the little clip I saw before the cops showed up and drew, drew down on everybody that was involved and walked them all away. I didn't actually see anybody get arrested, but they all got walked away from the fucking machete. And that's the important thing. I mean, I, I, I couldn't tell from the footage. Like I said, it was, you know, shaky cell phone camera footage from a distance because the person who was recording it didn't want to get hit with a fucking machete. But, yeah, I mean, seriously, what the fuck is wrong with people that they think this is okay to do? The, 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 acting like you got no goddamn sense. And I don't, I, ugh, it just, it's so frustrating to me to see people behaving in a manner that is just so fucking low rent, so basement like that's not how you treat other human beings you know and why would you bring a fucking machete to a parade what is going through your head that you're like this is what i need to have with me just in case shit goes sideways are you planning on getting fucked up and talking shit until somebody comes to beat your ass and you know it's gonna you know you can get your ass beat so you brought a machete i don't i don't understand the mentality of that i mean shit like this is why i carry a fucking gun not because I'm worried that I'm going to talk shit and somebody's going to want to come beat my ass, but I'm worried that some asshole is going to come out with come out of this fucking side of an alley with a goddamn machete. It's it's utterly fucking ridiculous. And I saw this shit and I'm watching. And I'm like, I had to watch it multiple times just because I couldn't believe what I was actually fucking seeing. It's 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 ridiculous. It's it's so sad that we've gotten to this point in as a world we're supposed to be moving forward, but. It's utterly ridiculous that people think this kind of shit is acceptable in any way, shape, or form. And the worst part is, you're going to get the, like, ultra, ultra right, like, radical conservative motherfuckers are going to be like, see, this is why we got to keep all them brownies out. And, da, 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 da. and I, yeah, I know there are ultra right radical conservatives that are not redneck cracker meth head motherfuckers, but those are going to be the ones that are going to be really loud about it. Those are going to be the ones that are running around saying, hey, you know what? We got to get them brown people back where they belong. Motherfucker. People belong where they want to be. People have rights. People have freedoms. As long as they get there the right fucking way. And as long as I don't have to pay for them to do what makes them happy. I, I'm 
so fed up with finding out these motherfuckers have like histories because some ultra liberal motherfucker said, oh, yeah, you assaulted somebody with a machete. You know what you should do? You should be back out on the street until your court date. No, machete man should be in fucking prison. Until he's convicted because they got him on film pulling out a machete while he's wearing a fucking luchador mask. There were not a lot of people in luchador. Well, actually, there were probably a few. I mean, fuck, I've got friends that have luchador masks. I'm I'm not judging anyone that has a luchador mask. I think they're pretty fucking cool, actually. But I'm saying in this particular instance, there was only one dude that was interacting with those group of people in the machete. And it was a pretty distinctive fucking mask. And it did get torn off of him. So they actually saw his fucking face. There's not a lot of question as to who brought the goddamn machete to the fucking parade. So, yeah, my question is, is machete guy actually going to face some kind of justice or even accountability for bringing a machete to the parade? Or is it going to be like, okay, yeah, you got to come back on Tuesday. And if you don't come back, we're going to we're going to be out there looking for you, buddy. Or wait, no, we're not going to be looking for you. But if, if they if we catch you again, your your face might go up on it. TikTok account or something because yeah I don't even know how Chicago is actually dealing with their fucking criminals anymore because they've basically made it where as long as you're not an imminent threat to somebody you're back on the fucking street and by their definition I don't think anyone is actually considered an imminent threat because they've got their whole you know no cash bail situation now where it's like oh well you're in trouble but here's the day you're gonna get in trouble and you've got until then to go out and run the streets and do whatever you're gonna do so, yeah, we're going to see how that system works. I think things are going to get a lot better in the city because they have such astounding leadership and such dedicated public servants that are going to be in no way, shape, or form bailing left and right because of the lack of support or you know, even realistic expectations. And everybody knows as you weed out all those cops who don't want to work for peanuts and jeopardize their lives and work ridiculous amounts of overtime, all you get is the really good ones that are still going to hang around. And that'll definitely just show them that the crime's going to get. <sighs> I can't I, I can't even finish this. Uh, no, it's the situation is going to spiral out of control. Uh, the same as same in New York, same in Chicago, same as it is in pretty much every major city in fucking California. The police don't have the support they need to do their jobs. The judicial branches are not fucking actually punishing criminals and society is collapsing. All you got to do is look at places like San Francisco that used to be a beautiful city that people love to go to. Now there's a app to track where there's shit on the streets. There are needles everywhere. There are homeless camps that are literally miles long. There is rife crime and businesses are pulling out left and right because the city is dying because of the policies of the governors and the and and the very lax approach towards punishing people who break the fucking law. They've literally made it a law where if you work in retail and somebody's stealing, you can get fined if you try and stop them from stealing from your fucking store. They're literally putting legislation in place to protect the fucking criminals. If that doesn't tell you everything you need to know about this mindset, I'm sorry, you're fucking lost at this point. You are a lost goddamn cause. You should not be allowed to have an opinion. If you believe this is any kind of a good thing, that this is going to be good for society, this permissive, just pathetic katowing to people that are fucking scum, if you think that's somehow justice or right or they deserve it because somebody 200 years ago got fucked over and now that means, you know, corporatism bad and, and people stealing shit good or whatever fucking brain-damaged, simple-minded horseshit you happen to be on. And if you think I'm wrong and I'm, I'm completely misconstruing how these attitudes are, 
you're more than welcome to reach out to me and contact me, and I will bring you on the show, and you are more than welcome to try and change my mind. Uh, I don't think it's going to work very well because anybody who honestly believes this shit probably doesn't have the cognition to string together two coherent sentences. And if you do, they're probably going to be rife with fucking trite, little, stupid ideals that you're parroting off of some other stupid goddamn source that's telling you what you want to hear instead of what the actual reality is. And uh, yeah, go ahead, take your shot. And uh, let's see, we're going to pause for a little break here real quick. I'm going to stick in an ad for another friend of the program. And when we come back, I got a few more things that have come up this week that I do want to talk about because, frankly, I think it's fucking hilarious. Be right back. Hey everyone, it's Gnome from the Hateful Gnomes Music Hut. I'm here with my good buddy, Jake the Hater, and we're bringing you a bi-weekly music podcast for all your heavy metal needs. Tell them about it, Jake. We are here to have our horns up, and we are staying heavy. That is right. Even B-Word is producing behind the scenes, turning his mic off. But you know what? We are going to give the fans something bigger, badder, and fucking bolder. Tune in bi-weekly, a Spreaker Prime podcast. All right, so that was the uh, Hateful Gnomes Music Hut with Jake the Hater and Jordan the Gnome. And uh, great show, great guys, friends of the program. Definitely go check them out. Uh, a lot of great music on there, like really cool interviews. The guys are doing a good, great job. And, uh, yeah, I like big things for them. I'm sure it'll be great. So go check them out. Anyway, so I'm babbling. Uh, yeah, now the other thing I wanted to talk about, and it's actually two stories that are kind of related, not super related but both kind of little uh little outside of the realm of things I usually talk about here but they're funny to me and subsequently I want to talk about it so there are two things that happened and like I said they're tangentially related not exactly related but they're both kind of in the realm of uh slightly inappropriate depending on your stance or severely inappropriate again depending on your personal stance and your personal core values I'm not here to tell you how to, well, I am kind of here to tell you how to live your lives, but I'm at least here to talk about my opinions and my beliefs. And my beliefs are what goes on between consenting adults is between consenting adults. I'm not one to king shame. I'm not one to yuck anybody's young. As long as they're not involving minors, livestock, or non-consensual acts, that's, that's pretty much my standard. I mean, it may not be for me. It may not be my particular thing. I may even think it's kind of icky, but if it makes you happy and ain't nobody getting hurt, you do you, boo-boo. You know, I'm not going to be one out there sucking toes, but I'm sure that works great for some people. Get you some hot sauce or some pudding or whatever you're into and go to town, brother, or sister, or whatever. Um, but in with that prefix in, or preference, sorry, not a prefix, prefix would be something entirely different. Uh, yes, my grammar is not on point today, apparently. But yes, with that preface in place, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is there is a lady named Susanna Gibson who is running uh, under as a Democratic candidate. She's a uh, nurse practitioner. Uh, let's see, is a Virginia Commonwealth House uh, position, and she's running as a candidate. She's a forty-year-old mother of two, and Here's where the funny part comes in. She got dragged out into being all kinds of judgment and name calling because she was uh, performing sex acts now with her husband um, from the initial stories. And then I heard some follow up stories that there were actually multiple men involved. Uh, 
but I'm going to, for the purpose of this, the, that, that could be allegedly, that's kind of rumorish. I haven't, I mean, the internet, the internet has basically been scrubbed already to try and erase this, but as everyone should know at this point, the internet is forever. And there are sources out there citing clips of videos of her. She was having sex with her husband uh, on Chatterbait, which is a service, if you're unfamiliar, that you can live stream sex acts or uh, nude modeling or whatever, however you want to phrase it. And then you can receive tips from people. And now Chatterbait took her stuff down because she was in violation of their policies because apparently one of their policies is you can't like directly say, well, you know, it's going to be this and that. And she was fundraising because she was saying, oh, I need all this money. It's going to go towards a good cause. And there were, there's literally clips of her saying things like, oh, well, it's going to cost a lot more tokens for him to do that to me and shit like that, you know? And again, I'm not one to yuck somebody's yum. I, per, I personally think if you, if you want to be out there selling access to pictures of your ass, so be it. I don't care. I don't judge you for that. If that makes you happy and if you're comfortable doing it, rock and roll, you know? And there's somebody for everybody out there. There's somebody who will pay to see everything. Now, this, is, this woman's not particularly my cup of tea. You know, for being a 40-year-old mother or two, she's not in bad shape, but she's, I don't think she's particularly attractive. And you know, I'm not going to pay to watch her bang. Uh, I have no interest, personally. And, you know, that's if that's how she wants to get her, her jollies off, you know, letting people watch her have sex, great. Good for you. I don't care. I don't judge. Um, if that's how you want to raise funds, I mean, if... I'm like I said, I'm not opposed to. I, I think if sex work should be legal and regulated, just like everything else, it would be better for everybody involved. I don't think giving somebody an orgasm should be fucking illegal. Just, I mean, whether you do it for free or you do it for funds, it's the same action as long as it's consensual. I think that's fucking ridiculous. And if you don't like the fact that I feel that way, I'm sorry. I just think it would be a lot safer for all parties involved because I like with a lot of everything else. I really don't think outlawing shit does any real fucking good. And I'm saying this as someone who, in my youth, there were a lot of things I wasn't supposed to be doing, and I still fucking did them. And I believe 99% of the people in this country and in this world are in the exact same boat. There was shit they weren't supposed to be doing, and they did it any fucking way because they wanted to. And you're if you, if that, if you don't fall into that case where you've never done anything wrong because it was illegal or it was immoral in your mindset, and you've just lived a perfect life, and you're straight and narrow, good for you, and you're a fucking liar. But anyway, yeah, so this woman, uh, she's, the, the uh, Chatterbait archives her stuff on a thing called uh, Reekerbait, which all of her videos were scrubbed off of that as well. And she has kind of gone in exactly the direction you would expect from a politician, from somebody who's running for office, where she has started crying victim. Okay. She knowingly and willingly and consensually performed these acts, and she's trying to say it's a sex crime because she has had her right to privacy violated by the people who dragged out this information and made it public knowledge that she was doing these things. Now, I'm by no means a legal expert here, but I'm pretty sure you lose the right to an expectation of privacy when you start doing things on a public forum that is accessible for a fee. Um, that is pretty much the definition of you are now airing something publicly and you have lost the expectation of privacy. And now if it was, she was making this video specifically for her husband and sending it to him and somebody hacked her email and got access to it, Yes, then she has a case that she has had her reasonable expectation of privacy violated because that was a private communication intended for one individual. When you are 
being funded and publicly displaying these acts, you have no longer have any right to an expectation of privacy. So the fact that she's crying victim just doesn't stand with me real well. I, I, I would have more respect for her if she would have just fucking owned it and said, yeah, I like to fuck. If you don't like that, you don't have to like me. I don't care. If she would have stood up for it and owned it and said, I was having consensual sex with my husband and people wanted to pay to watch it. And you know what? That's their right because porn is legal in this country, whether you like it or not. If she would have fucking gone in with that approach, I might have actually respected her. But she started crying victim and talking about how she was violated and she was the victim of a sex crime. She literally said that. And it's like, no, I'm pretty sure if you are selling your ass and engaging with people in the process. Yes, you're having sex with your husband, but you're letting other people tell you what they want to see. And you're telling them you have an expectation of compensation to see said acts. You're not the fucking victim. You had no right to expect that stuff was going to stay hidden and private. And you should have fucking owned up with jumped in and said, yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I like to do this. I was having consensual sex with my husband and we like to be watched. That's what we enjoy. If you would have fucking owned it, it probably would have worked out better for you, but she didn't. She went with the poor me. I'm a victim and I'm being done wrong approach. And yeah, that, that pretty much shot any chance of respect from people like me, at least where you could have owned it. You fucking didn't. And that's sad. And that's the Democrat sex-related thing that happened this week that made me fucking laugh. Now, in a very recent edition, we also had something from the conservative right, and not nearly that severe. It was not somebody was fucking on the Internet and got caught for it. But at the same time, it is something that is slightly dirty and makes me laugh because it's coming from the conservative Christian side of things. And it shows a certain degree of hypocrisy, and it is starring somebody who is actually already an elected official, uh, Lauren Boebert, who, if you're unfamiliar, she's a very loud mouth, kind of like the right-wing answer to AOC. She's a not-bad-looking broad. She's, I don't know, she's she's very fiery. She's very vocal. She brings a lot of verbal presence. She's very outspoken in her belief. She's pro-gun, you know, and that's great. I'm all for that. And now here's some other information. She's in the process of getting a divorce, which, you know, hey, that shit happens. Anybody who's been in any kind of real relationship understands that relationships are fucking hard and they're a lot of work. And sometimes it's you just can't anymore. It happens. I, I don't judge people for deciding they can't be living together anymore. It fucking happens. But so uh, Lauren Boebert was out on a date in uh, in a theater seeing something to do with Beetlejuice, uh, not, not Beetlejuice, Chicago Beetlejuice. I mean, like Beetlejuice, the movie Beetlejuice, apparently, or maybe it was Beetlejuice the musical. I don't fucking know. Um, uh, the, the the all the articles and coverage I've heard about this right now are more focused on her fucking behavior and. She, according to what was happening, she was asked to leave the theater and her date that she was on, a man who is not her husband or soon to be ex-husband. So I'm not judging her even for that part. You know, she's she's all of 36 fucking years old, um, and in a a kind of to me at least hilarious side of side note, uh, <laughs> I was talking to somebody online and pointed out that she's like the ideal grandma he'd like to hook up with, uh, a gilf if you will, and I just thought it's hilarious that yeah she is a gilf her she's a grandmother at fucking 36 and 
you know, yeah, she's she's nine years younger than me and 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 a grandma, and that makes me laugh. And she is not an unattractive woman, like from a physical standpoint. I don't know if I could actually sit down and be in the same room with her for more than ten minutes, which you know balances that out. But either way, she was made up to look out. She was going out for a date. She was wearing a, a nice dress and. She was looking very well put together because she wanted to go out on her date, and apparently she was a little intoxicated and acting kind of fucking obnoxious in the theater, which um, is not the where this comes into, kind of tying into the whole dirty behavior thing. But we're getting there, I promise. Just stay with me. A little foreplay never killed anybody. So, yeah, the initial reports were she was being obnoxious. She was on her phone. She was vaping in the theater and blowing vape at people. Now, I think vaping is just kind of douchey in general, but here's the thing about it. It's not fucking illegal. It's not, it's rude. It's not outlawed. There's, I'm, unless there's a posted thing, you can vape indoors in a lot of places because they don't consider it the same as smoking. Um, and there was a time where you could smoke in theaters too. So it's not an unheard of instance that someone would be doing some shit like that, but apparently she was being pretty loud and obnoxious and was kicked out of the theater, and there was, like, surveillance footage of her leaving the theater in this, like, little little uh, sequin dress number thing that she was wearing, and, and people were focused on that initially, like, oh, my God, she was being so tacky. She's out on a date with a man who's not her husband, and they were acting inappropriately. And then all of a sudden we get this footage from inside the theater where uh, somebody apparently had a night vision camera trained on her, which is a whole other conversation to start with. And yes, she was being obnoxious and her behavior was not great for being in a theater. She was dancing around or up, uh, again, these are alleged things. This is not what I've seen footage of from this guy. Cause the guy who was got the night vision footage of her, uh, and her date, he, he was kind of groping her, grabbing some boobs. They were kind of making out. She was kind of squeezing his junk and, you know, no full-on actual lewd behavior, but kind of like kid shit, for lack of a better way of putting it. The fucking around in the back of a theater is, yes, it's kind of tacky. It's very hypocritical coming from the party of conservative family values and somebody who's very much platformed before the divorce as being a family values individual. You know, it's it's funny to me. Like I said, it made me laugh to find out she was acting like a fucking rowdy fucking teenager in the back of a theater and got booted out for it. And you know what? I It's really, eh. So what? It, it, yes, it's not the same as fucking on camera for money uh, in terms of how raunchy is it. But when you're talking, you're not on the ultra liberal side of the aisle and you're you're not expected to behave that way. And yeah, realistically, was she doing anything wrong other than being rude and obnoxious? Not really. She didn't have a boob popped out. There was no exposure. There was no actual, like, inappropriate things being seen other than the fact that she was grabbing the dude's junk and he was all over them titties like, like you know, a, a, a nursing infant, basically. I mean, he didn't have a space in there, but he was very gropey uh, based on this footage I have. Now, I have questions as to why some motherfucker is sitting there in the dark with a, a night vision camera filming her other than the fact that they were expecting to invade her privacy and get some sort of shit like this out of it. But ultimately... Yeah, so she got gropey, and she was probably inebriated and acting like a kind of a twat. She's also 36, coming off a marriage where she's got multiple kids. She is a grandma, and now she's out here trying to kind of have some fun because when you're married young, you have kids young, You when you come out of that situation based on literally every fucking person I've known in my life, there is a period where they go a little bit like, hey, I haven't had this freedom, especially the ones who had kids really fucking young and then got divorced in their like 
late 30s, early 40s, where they're like, oh, all of a sudden I can do all the shit I missed out on when I was in my 20s because I was home being a fucking parent. So, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and just say she was completely wrong for going out and acting like an asshole kid um, uh, based on some information that's come out in, in the intervening couple of days since this happened. I believe that was Friday night this happened. And uh, over the course of the weekend, the guy she was hanging out with apparently doesn't really align too well with her uh, staunch conservative stances either, which I found kind of interesting, but not the end of the world. I mean, the guy's a businessman, owns a place that happens to have like a, a drag show or something going on with it. So it's a bar. I mean, it's a bar. I, as somebody who works in the service industry, particularly with the last couple, the way the last few years have gone in terms of trying to keep your fucking business open. Yeah. You'll let a lot of people in there, whether you not, or not, you strictly agree with their fucking stances because you got bills to fucking pay. And with the economy in the toilet, a lot more people are going to be a lot more accepting of certain things as long as there's a paycheck behind it. But yeah, so that was kind of, like I said, it made me giggle. It, it made me laugh a little bit. It made me think things were kind of funny. And uh, that's kind of where we're at for this week. So I guess for now, we're going to put a pin in it and say that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway. Thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.